Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey guys, I hope that you are having the best week ever. I'm actually in New York and I totally spaced on a podcast. So we're running a rerun, but hey, I'm sure it'll be a good one. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. I hope you guys are having the best week and hey, welcome back to the Haunted Estate. Hello and welcome to the Haunted Estate here with me, Selena Meyer, Selena Spooky Boo. Guys, this episode was crazy. I'm sitting here and I am decompressing. I started with a plan, but it went off the rails, guys. I talked about an exorcism that I went to. I talked to a psychic who literally told me crazy things about myself. Um, It's crazy when you talk to a psychic because you're like, will they get it? And she absolutely got it. Guys, this was a roller coaster of an episode, and I love it, and I love you, and I hope that you enjoy it. So, welcome to the Haunted Estate. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. Hi guys, I am so glad that you are here. It is me, Selena Spooky Boo, from the internet and from TikTok, and welcome to The Haunted Estate. This is the kind of podcast that if you are into the dark stuff, if you are into the hard stuff, then this is what you're going to want to see. When you drive by a car accident, do you look, even though you don't want to, but you kind of have to, so you just look and it happens, well then this is the place for you. We're a bunch of weirdos and we're going to talk about those kind of things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. It's crazy. I've been doing The Haunted Estate for years, massive hiatus but I am back and I am back better than ever. So I want to give a nod to all of the people who have been with me on this journey since 2015. I hope that you guys are going to love these episodes. For the very first one here, oh my gosh, we're back. That blows my mind. I thought we would kind of talk about me, which feels weird, but I think that's what you guys want to know. Um, In the past, I've talked a lot about my gift and the things that I've seen and the things that I've done, but I thought we could dive deeper, go over that kind of stuff and just, you know, go deep. Also, at this end of this episode, I'm having a live psychic reading with a psychic who I've worked with before, and I am so excited to see what she's going to say because I haven't talked to her in years. And what she said last time didn't make sense at the time, but it really does now. So I'm curious what she's going to have to say about, you know, my future, what's going to come, maybe what's kind of like messages might come from someone in my past or, you know, source or something like that. But first, I just want to say hi. And I'm Selena Spooky Boo. And if you're listening to this, you probably came from TikTok or YouTube and maybe you've never heard me on a podcast before. And that's really, really exciting to me. 
Um, so I started posting on TikTok around the very end of 2019 and it all started because of a fart. So no matter where you are in life, no matter how hard things are going for you, please know that you can change it around and you can be anyone that you want to be because this all came from a fart and somehow I have 19.7 million friends around the world and that blows my whole mind and my hope is that some of you guys are weird and dark and spooky like me. Weirdly, I don't get that question very often. They're like, Selena spooky boo, Selena spooky boo, but no one says, hey, you don't really post scary content. So where has spooky boo come from? So Spooky Boo was born when I was born. Um, I've lived a different life and I feel like I spend a lot of time in comedy and making people laugh and doing these funny things because I didn't really have a funny time growing up. Um, I had a different kind of childhood, let's say that, but I did see a lot of really, really scary things, really dark things and, you know, Life was a little bit of a horror movie at times, and it was hard growing up because the people around you didn't really believe you or see the things that you did. I'm the kind of person when someone says to me, they're like, I absolutely don't believe in ghosts, and I have a hard time with that. You know, when they say, oh, you haven't seen ghosts, ghosts aren't actually real. I wish I was with you on that one. I wish I could be like, yeah, ghosts aren't real, you're cool, but it's hard when you've had so many experiences, and then it just turns around to someone being like, yo, no. And it's like, yo, dude, I wish that you were with me when the things that happened happened because they would kind of blow your mind. Um, when I was a little girl, my parents had bought a house right before I was born. And that's where I grew up. And it was on the street in our town. It was a new build. It was only about two years old. It was gorgeous. You know, my parents had moved out of a semi into this house. My mom was pregnant with me. She kind of got pregnant right around the time they moved in. So it was summer. And she would hear really weird things going on around the house. So mainly for her, it was kind of a music box kind of sound. And she thought, hey, those are wind chimes. The windows are open. This isn't a big deal. This isn't scary. This isn't a huge thing. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you guys. You're going to hear a lot of room room cars because I live in backcountry Canada. Okay. And it doesn't matter where you are around here. There's about... 35 to 500 teenage boys that have thousand dollar cars with really loud mufflers um so we could literally be in a bomb shelter and you're still gonna hear them they haunt my town they haunt my town i swear it doesn't matter what time it is i'll be like whoa it's 3 a.m it's the witching hour and i'll be like looking around and be like whoa what did i just hear and then i'll hear <laughs> so it's hard to be serious around here even growing up in that house when i was a kid there was a guy who lived down the street and he used to always have this car and he was insane anyways less of the haunting of the honda civics and back to the haunting of my life guys so my mom had this house right she thought she had these music boxes but she's like yeah it's the windows open it's the neighborhood it's things like that it's not a big deal yeah we wish we wish right so then other things started happening things at a child's height would be moved so like a little dresser would be pulled out maybe there would even be like a picture frame that had been flipped over and it was just small stuff nothing scary nothing like that so once i was kind of born things became busier mom was seeing other things at the top of our basement stairs she would see these flecks of light so i'm sure you've all seen it when dust catches the sun it does a little bit of this this like sparkle like zoom, zoom, zoom. 
little silver flecks in the air. But these weren't little silver flecks. These were big. These were di- like dime size, toonie size, hand size, body size, like, f- like these big flecks. And she was like, what is going on here? So when I was little, I started getting about older. I was about four years old and none of these things had really changed. The things were still happening. They were just as often things at a child's height. Mom kind of put it down to, okay, you know what? This isn't a big deal. It's not a thing. Maybe it's like Selena's doing this. She's a toddler, stuff like that. So one day she had come to me and she's like, hey, you got to stop doing these things. I said, it's not me. It's my friend, Mary. And my mom was like, who's Mary? And I'm like, it's the girl that lives in the walls. Of course, all kids are going to have imaginary friends. It's not a huge deal. But then things changed. My mom was getting us ready to leave. And she turned around and she looked down the hallway. And she saw a little girl standing underneath the table. And she was like, whoa. Not to mention when things got cold after they moved in, and everyone had shut their window. She still kept hearing those music boxes. And it was kind of the same volume everywhere in the house. So it just didn't make sense. After she saw that little girl underneath the table, things happened more. And she wasn't scared, but she wanted to know desperately who this child was. Was this ghost real? Like, what was this? So she did what she thought she could and she reached out to a local historian. So this local historian came to our house, put all the blueprints of the whole area all over, and they were able to map out that right in front of our house was the barn kind of area for the Nellis family. But right where our house sat was where their cabin sat. And they had a daughter who had passed away of scarlet fever at age, I think it was five or seven. And her name was Mary Agnes Nellis. And the Nellis family was really prominent in my town. They had kind of founded it a bit. And there's actually a street in our town that they had given here. And it's called Nellis Street. It's where the farmer's market is. They gave away the area for the Van Sittert Cemetery. And their tombstones lie there. So we've been able to go and visit the Nellis family. So I kind of hated moving away from there. But there were a lot of things that happened in that house. It was kind of a a coming of age thing for me. But childhood was weird. That whole street in general, there was another farm that had been down the street. So my friend had also kind of lived through a lot of her own stories. And if I wasn't down at her house, she was at mine, but things were always going on. But now here comes to a really scary story. When we were little, we were obsessed with Ouija boards. (laughs) I know what you're thinking. No, don't play with the Ouija board. Don't touch the Ouija board. And I am with you on that one, man. Keep the Ouija boards away from me. I am not into it. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to look at them. Do I have 45 of them? Yeah, I do. Okay. Anytime I find them, I pick them up. Maybe it's to keep it out of the hands of kids so they don't make the same mistake that I did. But I'm going to be honest with you. I think... I became haunted and I played with a Ouija board. I don't know if you'd call this possessed or maybe something had attached to me, but something happened to me one day when I was little and the two people that I experienced this with still to this day talk about it. We've talked about it. We we all have the same memories. It's not like we made things up in our heads. It was like, you know, a Friday night or something like that. After school, we'd all gone to my friend's house. We popped out the Ouija board in her basement bedroom. We would sit in there. We would light candles and we would play with this Ouija board. 
So we ended up talking to someone who called themselves Devil, okay? I know that's like a generic name, but we're kids. If you were something spooky, what would you call yourself if you were talking to some kids? So we ended up saying, hey, we, we all wanted more cats at the time, of course, because you're a child. So he said, we really want cats. Can you give us cats? And this person or whatever is in the board spirit or anything says, yeah, we'll give you cats. What will you give me? So we had all promised our babies um, in the future. And I remember being like, okay, well, I want three cats. I'll give you 10 babies. And I know this makes absolutely no sense now. But that night... After we were done playing with the Ouija board, it was kind of, you know, that hour where the sun isn't down completely, but it's not daytime and everything is kind of purple and pink and nice kind of stuff like that. We went outside and I shit you not, we saw cats everywhere. I don't know if we had manifested or because we had talked about it so much. We go to my house, never seen a cat in my backyard. There were three cats. There were cats like on everybody's front porch. There were cats everywhere. Now, here's the eeriest part of the story. If you know my story, then you know that I'm, like, not really able to have kids. I've had a bunch of miscarriages and stuff like that. These other two girls that I also have friends with, neither of them have kids. And we're all, you know, older. And um, I've, I haven't brought it up to them if they thought that was the reason. Because, you know, I sound crazy. But none of us do. And I really wonder, you know, as a child... If something had happened. Anyways, I have to tell you, though, my parents played into it along with my friend's mom. They took these pieces of paper and they literally put like these really scary stories on it. of This little girl who had drowned and that she's going to come visit us in the night kind of thing. They had like soaked it in tea and like burned the edges and rolled them up and put it into all of our mailboxes to scare us. I don't know what it was about the 90s, dudes, but it was a weird time. Everyone was wild. No one gave a shit. My parents were literally like, yo, let's haunt this child. Child. <laughs> but after that, I'm gonna be honest with you. After that, the things that happened to me were a little bit crazy. So I'm gonna tell you a little bit now about what I've done in the past. So I actually had it kind of explained in a really interesting way the other day. I was on TikTok and someone had reviewed my books and they had talked about this book, which was my first book. The Home Reader, A Paranormal Journey, because I am not a psychic, and I don't know if I'd be an empath. I don't know what I would call me other than the Home Reader. So what I do when I go into a place, I sit down, and I close my eyes, and I focus really, really hard, and I control my breathing, and I steady my body, and I just let it out. And it's weird. The more I do it, the more I can do it. And I haven't done it in a really long time. But I would sit in a place, I would give a stack of index cards and a pen to whoever I was with. And I would do this weird thing. Everything would kind of go gray and sparkly when you're getting a migraine or if your blood pressure is high. And then it would pull away. And instead of my vision, I kind of see these clippets of memories of a different time. I can't be like, okay, you want me to see your Aunt Jan? Let me do that. I can't do that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So what happens to me is I will see the room, but in a different time. But it might be blended with the room now and the room back then. I might get a smell or something like that. The most intense experience that I've ever had doing my home reading was in Huntsville, Ontario. And there was an estate there this man had inherited from his mother. His mother, who had passed away elderly, it belonged to her father's somebody. Anyways, no one had lived there in so long, but there was a gatekeeper and they had like made sure that it wasn't broken into. So it wasn't in the best shape, but it wasn't derelict. They had, you know, replaced the roof. They had installed like temperature control. Like it was something like that, but no one ever lived there. It's not like it was used as a vacation house or a cottage or anything like that. It was almost like kind of a secret. And the weird thing was for this man growing up, he didn't really grow up in like the lap of luxury. So he was kind of unaware of the house. His mom had never told him anything. And the lawyers were the ones who were like, hey, this was, you know, part of your mother's estate and that kind of stuff. So he decides, I'm going to check this out. He thinking going into it is, this is just going to be a lot of land. It's going to be, you know, a broken down building. There's going to be absolutely nothing there. Nothing's going to happen. So he packs up with his wife. They are, you know, retirement age type of situation they go up there they can barely get in the driveway but they make your way their way up there in their minivan they find this house okay it looks decent it's a red brick house and they're surprised and they go in there this house was literally kind of like a time capsule obviously you know dusty dark and musty but it was a time capsule and it was it was rather beautiful um so they decided you know what screw this suburban life. We're going to move out here. We're going to turn this new bed and breakfast. This is where we are in our life. This would be a beautiful thing to do. So they head out there. They do that and they end up putting out to kind of like the radio area. They're like, we want to have like a couple people in. Some people come. Things happen that night. That is very clear that they didn't want people there. Whatever was in this house did not want people there. So in this period of time, I was on the internet. I was kind of, you know, trying to live my life doing the kind of things that my gift let me do. So I had gotten a call in the middle of the night and I had told him, you know, don't tell me anything. Just give me the address. I said, I can be there tomorrow. I took off in the morning and I went there and I had the most incredible experience that I had ever had. I sat there and I, I gave my cards to his wife and she followed me around that house that day. I watched a woman kind of at the hearth of the fireplace standing there and she had this scar that kind of ran from her eyebrow to her chin I followed her around the house I saw you know it in a different period it was it was so weird because the house that I am was was kind of dark like the furniture was kind of soft like you could tell that it was it was older everything was so plush and so new and I watched her and I could smell it and I could smell bread and I could smell like you know outside I could smell like a farm I could smell manure like I could smell all of this so I went upstairs, I, I, it was, I went, I heard her arguing, but for me, when I hear voices, when I'm in this state, I call my home reading state, 
it's kind of like the telephone game where you have the two cups on the strings and you talk through one you can kind of hear the person but it sounds really weird like that's how voices sound to me when I use this gift so I I was trying to make out what they say but they were they were arguing and then I watched the man go to the front and he took a piece of paper from underneath this dresser and he went upstairs and he put it in a picture frame behind this door and and then I turned around and the woman was upstairs and and I saw you know I saw a child that was passed away in a bed and it was it was incredible and honestly I know how I'm sounding when I say this to you I wish you could see the things that I've seen but there are reasons why I don't do it anymore I have run into some tricky circumstances but that day when I sat with that family at that house and I explained everything they went white as ghosts the man was able to bring me like the big family bible and he showed me pictures of the woman and of the children and I had seen through the window like this little makeshift cemetery which actually now our time period here um was overgrown with trees like it wasn't something you could see they they were just kind of blown away and it, it came down to the understanding that you know his distant family they had built this house they really wanted this house but the money and the sickness they, they had to move on and they just wanted it to be just for them for you know him and his wife they didn't want strangers in their kind of vibe so they tried again to make it a bed and breakfast and it didn't work but now that they just live there and they just live there and like nothing you know nobody visits just family it's not a bed and breakfast it's not a tourist kind of place nothing bad happens but you know on this road of like trying to decide if I want to be in this this paranormal kind of life a lot of things have happened but we'll talk about that in a minute let's take a quick break and we'll be right back hi guys welcome back i wet my whistle and i'm ready to go back in deep with you guys i thought you know i did kind of tease there that i did jump out of the world of doing these kinds of things and i think i owe it to you guys to kind of explain why so after i'd had a bunch of these paranormal experiences i decided to write a book about them um which is the home reader obviously but i want to talk about kind of one of the things that scared me the most so I ended up working with two amazing people, a pastor named John and Costell. Um, Costell is an exorcist. Um, we've all seen the movies. We've all seen how they portray like demons and possessions and, and all of that scary stuff. But I saw an exorcism firsthand. And I read my book over and I sometimes feel a little bit mad at myself for how I portrayed it because, no, it's not how it is in the movies, but I don't think I described enough what it was like to see it real life. So I had been working with Pastor John and Costell on a couple things until he got a call. He had been approached by this one sister of another who had said something really horrible had happened to her sister and I'm gonna just put out a little bit of a trigger warning before I talk about this you know if you have problems with uh you know triggered by talking about sexual assault and stuff like that then here's your time to pull out but um her sister had been attacked tonight of a party and the next day her sister changed as anybody would going through something like that but it wasn't just her sister that changed things had changed around their house things were dark 
the whole house smelled bad. There was this one night where she and her sister had cleaned up the house and she was just standing in the kitchen with the garbage bag staring out the back window. And beyond their back window in their backyard was this amazing garden, roses everywhere. It was kind of like, you know, those crisscross stones with a table where you could sit and then it was just, it was flowers all the way around. It was absolutely stunning. They had inherited the house from their grandmother after she had passed away and they were in college and they were like, hey, we're going to live here. We're going to, we're going to, it's going to be nice. So this night was a couple weeks after the whole attack had happened and she was just standing there and her sister was like, what are you doing? Like, put the garbage out. She just dropped the bag and she went to bed. The next morning, her sister come downstairs and she screamed in the backyard, everything. It was as if someone with a mulcher had run through torn everything off the walls like every piece of shrubbery every piece of everything was scattered all over the ground so they're living in toronto they're thinking okay just some assholes in the backyard or something like that but it wasn't it was like it exploded so they went out there and they started walking around and they heard these crunches her sister moved some of the brushes and he she literally finds a bird nothing wrong with it its head's not missing it hasn't been attacked it's just dead as they're cleaning the backyard, they find exactly 13 birds. Like, I've never heard of anything like that. And I've never seen anything like that. But I saw the pictures. <sighs> Their kitchen had kind of had the same thing. Everything kind of came out of the cupboards and broke. And when you hear this story, you're like, this is too fantastical. This is, this sounds like the movies. This doesn't sound like something that's actually going to happen. Like, demons aren't supposed to be real they're supposed to be folklore and in the movies like this kind of stuff doesn't happen in real life this is this is on netflix you know what i mean but when i walked to that house and i met those two sisters it was the first time in my life i had ever felt energy like that i did like my home reading thing where i sat down but it was different it was as if every room was full of black smoke and I couldn't see anything. I had felt some energies, but there was nothing I could really see. So I almost wanted to go home, but I thought, you know, for the sake of being a part of this industry and seeing the ins and outs of how it all goes, I want to be a part of this. So they had gone through, you know, this, I came in more towards the end. There have been a lot of people, there have been lots of steps to get to where they were getting but Costello was there because it was time for the next step and he decided you know we're gonna perform an exorcism and I was like dude this is dark I am not in this movie what is going on this is horrifying but he was like we're gonna do this I was here with this girl you know she hadn't bathed much she didn't talk very much she sounded different and I watched Costell and them like work on her and here's the thing okay and I want to disclose this before when it comes to religion I definitely don't know where I stand um I'm the kind of person that believes you know there's something do you know what I mean like there's there's something but personally I have seen a sister's love 
work in the same way that I have seen, you know, someone who is of religious practices work the same. And I know that's a touchy subject and that's why I don't involve myself in it because I believe, you know, we all have our own experiences, but I am going to tell you the story of this night. You know, Costell was calling out, he was doing his thing, but at the end, her sister was on her, was holding her shoulder. She was screaming about, you know, I love you and I can't lose you and we've been through so much and it was weird because the room was hot and then it was cold and then it was just kind of over and there was this no giant climax of a moment but what I do know is there was this black feeling and within a it was gone so by this time I was about 5 30 in the morning and we had all went downstairs the sister had been put to bed but we heard the shower start couple minutes later she comes downstairs it's me Costell, pastor john and her sister and we're all in the kitchen this girl walks in and it wasn't the girl that i had met she wasn't this hurt disturbed girl her voice was different her demeanor was different and in that day i realized that you know on these journeys that i was on that there are things in the world that are dark and there are things in the world that are scary And the movies portray it in a different way, but I got really scared that day. And I stopped. So, the haunted estate was born. I wanted to stay in this world. I wanted to talk about the things I've seen and talk about ghosts and do it all from kind of standing behind the curtain. And then TikTok happened. And life happened. And it's been absolutely incredible. But there has been some ways that my gift has played into my life. Like, my husband and I, we bought a house before we, like, ever got married. Like, that's normal. But, like, we had never rented. We're just, like, let's just buy a house. So, I was, like, 20 years old. And I remember going into these houses. And funny, funny little, you know, moment here. Adam 100% did not believe in ghosts. He was one of those people that's like, "Mm, he is a different dude now. Um, He's definitely seen some things over the year. But... One of the things that was incredible was every time I would go into a house, I really wanted to move into somewhere with good energy. And it shocked me, like, if I concentrated the kinds of things that I would see in places. And we went through so many houses till we found one that had good energy. And even here, a couple things have happened. But this house that we're in, it really does have the best energy. But I feel like sometimes I'm a little bit of a lighthouse when it comes to these kind of things. At the end of the day, if you don't have a story, somebody around you has a story of something scary that's happened to them, or they've heard of something like, there's no way that this stuff can't be real. If everyone talks about it, there's so many TV shows and movies and documentaries. So many people have clips and videos. And when someone comes to me and they say, this happened, I believe them. I've seen the things that people don't believe in, that people are afraid to talk about. And that's why I'm excited about this podcast. I want to talk about these kind of things. Not just spooky, but the dark things. I want to touch on those things like, hey, do you want to talk to Beyonce? Or do you want to talk to like someone who's suffered through a lot of homelessness or a tragedy? I want them to share their story. Not to be nosy, but there's a learning experience for all of us. Plus, hey, I'm not gonna lie. I am a little bit nosy. 
But right now, I really want to talk to a psychic. Her name is Valerie Boyce. She is amazing. We're going to take a little break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk to her. Oh my god. I'm really nervous. I hope you guys enjoy this. Talk to you in a second. Okay, everyone, I am back here with Valerie Boyce. She's amazing. She's a psychic. I went and saw her a little while ago and it blew my mind. It was crazy back at the time. She said things that, like, at the time I was like, how does this like correlate? How is this like a part of my life? But over this year and a half, it has clicked in and showed me in so many ways. So, hi, Valerie. Hello. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. I am pumped. Can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your amazing gift? Of course, thank you. Um, I am an intuitive psychic medium and I have been doing this for just over five years now. I read internationally for people all over the world. I connect via phone call or um, video chat and I do things like energy reading, soul energy reading, mediumship readings, past life readings, that kind of stuff. And I think we're actually gonna jump into a little bit about past life reading with you today. Okay, awesome. Guys, I have to say, when I met Valerie, she's from the same town as me, and I met her in real life, and she just had the coolest energy. Like, she came into the room, and I was like, oh, some shit's about to happen. <laughs> so, no, Valerie is, like, really cool. I, I've, you know, I've definitely dabbled in, like, going to see psychics and stuff in the past, and nobody has clicked the way you have. So, I am, I am pumped. I'm here. Any questions you have, I am down. I am ready. I know before, I share my birthday, that kind of stuff to lay it on the table to connect, and girls, jump in. I'm excited. Yes, I'm so excited too. Let's jump right into it. So we've connected in the past. Yes. So this is familiar energy for me, but you know, there's, there's always new information that comes forward. And at the time we just never know what is going to come forward. But um, with everything going on in your life, you have such a busy, crazy life going on. And, you know, so many good things have been happening and transforming in your life. And that's only just the, really the beginning is the best way that I can explain it. So we're tapping into your spirit guides and your higher self here, and they're going to bring forward as much information as possible. Um, but they're starting off by letting me know that this journey that you're going on, it's yes, it is a, a um, materialistic journey or it's a journey in the third dimensional world, but it's very much more a journey in your spiritual self. Um, and within your emotional self and the way that you're exploring the types of things that you're doing more for yourself, more for the experience of why you're here um, and the amount of abundance and love and positivity that is coming in with all of this stuff. It is amazing. It's not just, you know, money abundance. This is like relationships, friends, you know, new energies connecting with you and the way that you connect with people the way that you affect their lives and, and in ways that you probably don't even realize you're doing, right? Because of the beauty of the internet, the way that we can just connect with people on the other side of the world without words and sometimes with words, right? Um, but I see here that there is some spiritual exploration that is taking place for you and how this experience, it's like you've found a way of being able to let go of that third dimensional perspective or that caring so much to being able to just really jump into it. But I feel like there's a bit of you that's kind of like in both, there's one foot over here and there's one foot jumping in, right? For sure. Um, so that's, that's where there's this this big decision that is is kind of coming up. And it's something that 
I feel like you've been wanting to to make this choice. Like you've known that something needs to be done. Some choice needs to be made. There needs to be some different direction taking place, that kind of thing. And there's a lot of thought, a lot of thought that has been put into this. But with that thought comes the feelings of unsure and doubt and worry. You know, is this going to play out the way that I want it to? Or, you know, what's going to happen for me at the end of this? Am I jumping off of a cliff blindfolded here? Because it kind of is what it feels like is happening. But in reality, you know, you have everything that you need. You're prepared for this decision that needs to be made. And really, the, the it's like the, the third dimensional world, the physical world, it's prepared for you too. And it's going to be there to support you every step of the way. But in this experience, the emotional side of things is really where the lesson comes in. Um, it's going to bring you to new emotional heights, you know, like new abilities to being able to connect with yourself and to being able to meet your emotional needs and respond to yourself and love yourself in ways that you might not have been able to do in the past, right? Yeah, and it's interesting you say it, like I, I've mentioned before, like there are things in my life that like legally I can't talk about yet. And it's been kind of like this, this battle of do I do it? Do I not? What does that mean for me and who I am and like where things go? So that gives me a little bit more confidence in which way I was going with that. So that really, yeah. That, yeah. It's kind of like your guides are saying there's really no wrong decision that you can make at this point because it's really all about embracing the experience that you're here to have as a soul. And that's something that I feel like you have truly, you know, you've mastered that at such an early age in your lifetime already. So it's something that's going to fully carry through with you for the rest of this lifetime. But it taught, it does tap into a little bit of information about past life stuff, but we'll tap into that just in a little bit here um, because I feel like there's a lot of emotional emotional struggle that's going on that's followed with some thought struggle and some unfortunate news because you know these readings aren't always sugar and rainbows and butterflies and everything sometimes there is some not so positive news that we don't really want to hear but that's what hey, i feel like it's lay it out Look, i'm ready here. i'm ready <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah i because i know you know, us growing up in the same town and things like that and just seeing your what you do and how much you have an effect on our our personal community here. Like this this is probably something you're not wanting to hear, but I do feel like there is a move coming for you. Um, and it's not the kind of move that you wanted. It was a forced move. It's the kind of thing where there's lots of aspects that are coming into this. You know, there's that feeling of, I need more space. There's the feeling of, is the environment really still the environment that I want to be in for moving forward and growing with everything I'm doing? And there's also, there's, there's feelings of external energies that are beyond your control that have changed too. And there's absolutely. really not much fun, right? No, absolutely. You know? And that's where this becomes a bit of an emotional lesson for you on top of the mental lesson, because of the mental lesson being like, this is a big step. This is something that, you know, you've done this, but you've never done this before on this scale. And there's a lot of self-doubt coming into it, but there's also a lot of clarity coming forward because it's a, it's a matter of knowing what you want moving forward, but there's that that little bit of self-doubt that's there that's it's it's not enough to hold you back though that's the most important part okay, because you're moving forward through it yeah <laughs> that no. what you are letting go of though in this journey is the emotional side of things you know the fact that you've grown so much and there's that part of you that that you're ready to leave behind you're ready to leave that emotional part 
in those walls and move forward, right? No, I like that. Like this this house, when I bought it, you know, I could see myself living here forever. And a lot of things have happened here. Really good things have happened in this house, but like really hard things have happened here. And, you know, it's funny you say that. We were literally on Realtor this morning. Um, but like, I could be here forever, but there there are circumstances, you know, our town has changed, you know, people who we really loved are leaving the area and it it's kind of come together as like, this isn't, like, I don't fit in here the way that I used to, like everything's moved around, like I'm, I'm traveling so much to do things and next step but scary so scary it, it is <laughs> yeah it's the kind of next step though that like you know you're ready for it it's like that ego self or that shadow self is trying to hold you back and keep you in your comfort zone which is that home that you're familiar with but it's like your higher self knows that now is the time to take that step and move forward with it but it's it's not really going to feel like a tower moment for you in your life because emotionally you have your rock and really, that's that's kind of where your hubby comes into this. Like, Adam plays such a huge role in this. And it's it's something that, you know, a lot of times we don't really think about how other people affect our lives in the ways that they do. But he has come into your life for a very important reason. And I think you guys both know this because it's like, you know, anybody that's ever seen you out in public together or even just photos of the two of you together, you can see that connection and that chemistry that's there. It's it's like a an energy that can be felt and seen and it's beyond words, which is, I think, really amazing thing, right? Um, but let's tap into some past life stuff. That's the fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. Adam, I love you. <laughs> you, you good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pass. He's a keeper. <laughs> he is a keeper. I love him. I honestly lost. I don't even think I could live. <laughs> like, I'd be like, where are, like, how did I get to this point? Like, from like zero to 18. What? <laughs> yes and that it speaks to a lot of like the fact of the way the two of you met the way the connection was created and things like that and that's kind of what brings us back into the stuff about past life information here that's coming up um i like to use a specific deck that that i have for past life information um it is a deck called threads of fate uh the oracle edition and i've pulled some cards here for you that are in regards to that and it's interesting because the pictures that i see on the cards are what's giving me all of this information mostly but the first card is the power card in reverse um so i feel like that was really your struggle in this past life and from this card i also get the information that i feel like it was from a time of like vikings it was a time from a long time ago you know like um before we had our modern day information. And interestingly enough, I also feel that this Viking information comes from Canada, like this kind of land. It's yeah. not like the land, of course, was known as Canada at that time, but it's from this area, this land. Okay. Um, so that's really interesting too. Um, but I'm seeing that in that lifetime, there was a power struggle. It was like a, it was an ego thing. It was a um, an assertive needing to be in command in charge maybe it was the role that you were playing in that life maybe the career you had or if they had those back then right, right? <laughs> maybe it was like a war sergeant 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Somebody in the military sort of thing with whatever they called it with those times. But yeah. uh, I feel like it had a lot to do with why you had been either killed or died in that lifetime because of the fact that that ego kind of got the best of you and somebody really didn't like it. And they decided they were going to be a higher up. And the only way to deal with that was to take you out. Right. Sounds um, like I was kind of a douchebag. Sometimes we are. Sometimes, yeah. you know, it, it kind of it makes sense, though, because of the type of person you are in this life, you get to play the exact opposite role to learn the lessons and, and have that experience. Because really, I mean, that's what life is all about is just having experiences and as many experiences as we can, good and bad, right? I love that. I um, love that so much. And that's that's, I think, what speaks to this is the lesson in this life was self-love. And I think that that might have been a lesson that wasn't fully learned in that lifetime, which is why the lesson is connected to the lifetime that you're in now, even though it could have been, you know, many reincarnations ago that this took place for you, it's still connected in your soul, in your spirit. And that's where the lesson is coming back in regards to loving yourself and learning how to put yourself before others, which I know for some people that can sound conceited or egotistical or something like that, but really at the end of the day when your cup is not full how can you share and pour into others cups absolutely no i believe that and you know what it's really interesting that you say this because i used to have all these dreams about vikings i don't know if it's because like my uncle was really into it but i dreamt so much that like i was this hagrid looking guy like hagrid from um harry potter and I've always, like, been really kind of close, like, anytime, like, a movie comes out that's kind of set Vikings, like, I'm just always been really interested in, like, the songs and the history, so that's, that's cool, because it, it makes, you know, it, are these memories, are these, like, little touches of yeah. parts of... I have to ask, when you listen to this stuff, do you get goosebumps and, like, the hair standing up? Yes, the music, especially, too, like, like, old Celtic music and stuff, like, I don't know why it's my jam, but, like, I'm, I'm, I just feel like I know it, and, like, when I see, like, in the movies, and they're like in those like log barns with their their chalices i'm like yes i don't know why but yes <laughs> That's so awesome i love That's that crazy <laughs> i really hope i wasn't that much of a douchebag <laughs> no, no i don't think so i don't think so but actually what i have learned over these years is that our so this kind of goes into like quantum physics and quantum science and i'm totally like the science nerd when it comes to the paranormal and spiritual side of things right i, love that. I need to know this stuff right yeah. so you're gonna probably love this it might not be for everybody but quantum physics over the years has started to discover how our soul imprints on our dna and that our dna actually contains all of the information from previous lifetimes that we've carried here on this earth and in other universes. Oh, I have a fly in my face. Sorry. We just other killed one here. <laughs> oh, this guy's won't leave me alone though. Like he's getting right in my face. Oh, have you, have you done the, have you done the Randonautica app? Like where it like uses quantum oh. physics and it like gets you to like, it gives you like a, a random place. You should download it. Randonautica. It's free. It uses quantum physics. You're supposed to like manifest where you want to go, what kind of message you want. You hit the button. It gives you like a pinpoint in like your area and you go there and like people have like set intentions They're like we want to find dead body and they have like really scary oh stuff. Gosh. Yeah, mine took me to a church parking lot and on the side, I don't remember what it said on the sign, but like, you know how the church parking lots have like a message, but it had yeah. some kind of message and I just remember being like, that relates. So... Yeah. Very 
cool. That's so cool. You never know how this stuff is going to come up, but no. I would like to try that. That sounds very interesting. Cool. And how it's crazy how technology can like tap into all this stuff, right? Because the spiritual world is very connected to things that work with electricity, which I love that. Oh, um, but yeah, so it's interesting too, because the fact that you get the goosebumps and you get, you know, the hair standing up when you hear this kind of music is because it's actually included in your muscle memory. So your DNA is in your, like your muscles are made up from your DNA, but your DNA is actually using your nervous system to tell you through your muscles that you were connected to this. You're hearing it for a reason, right? It's such an important message from your body. Whoa. <laughs> That's intense. It is. It's sense. so cool. I, I think it really speaks to this whole, you know, the, the, ways that we connect with things in history throughout our lives and we're drawn to certain things. And for you, in the case of Vikings, right? Um, I happen to have a little research in that area. And I know that here in uh, Canada, Vikings did settle in the area of like Thunder Bay and uh, North Bay and Hudson's Bay and things like that. Um, and actually even as far down in Canada as Kettle Point because they have what's called uh, thunder eggs and they are always looking for thunder birds, meaning the dragons, right? Whoa, that's cool. Yeah. So that I might love, just- I love it Canadian might be, facts. It might speak to the fact that, you know, you've been on this continent for quite a few lifetimes and you, you know, you haven't really gone too far. So yeah, I don't even, like, I, love, I love Canada. I don't have an urge to like live anywhere else. I'm just like, I feel like Canada is like my home. And that's, that's probably why this move, you know, maybe you're moving out of like an area of Canada that you've been in for many lifetimes, which is why it's going to be emotionally hard because it's not physically hard and it's not materialistically hard in any way. It's just emotionally hard. And I feel like that ties into this past life stuff because, you know, even as Vikings and stuff, I don't know this for fact, but I feel like you would have been somebody that would have stayed in a general area and not moving too far, like not traveling cross country on foot kind of thing, you know? Okay. So I really feel like this totally all ties in to this lifetime. And I'm really excited too, because, you know, I, who knows where you're going to end up? That's the interesting part. The guides aren't giving me any sort of, sort of um, concrete location as to where you're moving, because I don't feel like there is just one particular spot. I feel like this is going to kind of be like, a ball like a ball starting to build up like a snowball building up kind of thing maybe you're going to have more than one place maybe you're going to have like a vacation home that you go to kind of thing because you don't want to stay in one place anymore you're starting to experience the beauty of exploring things on a different level which really speaks to the beginning message from your spirit guides i think <laughs> absolutely no com i completely agree with that yeah wow. very cool very cool do you have any questions about anything that we have said here? Oh my god, I don't. Hmm. Honestly, no. Like it just, it, it's a lot to like absorb. But like that is everything that you said was like very just like clicked in and and, and it made sense, which was cool because I feel like I'm at this point in my life where I was like, I just want to hear something. Like I want some guidance. I just want to know like, am I making the right choice? But to hear that like you know spirit guide, like my spirit guides and stuff are kind of like, you're on the right 
path because as a human I feel like that's such a fight you spend so much time being like am I where I'm supposed to be what step am I supposed to take I have these opportunities but like okay do I do this or do this and now today I feel like you know instead of like putting it out to the universe and being like what should I do it's like it's being like you know bitch (laughs) like you need to know what you need to do so that was amazing Valerie thank you so much for coming on where can everybody find you Everybody can find me at www.thevalerieboyce.com or just under Valerie Boyce on Instagram and Facebook. And like you said, this is a lot to take in. So for those of you that are watching and you feel like this might be too much information all at once, rest assured, I do record all of my readings and I send you a recording afterwards. That way you have it to look back on in the future and even share with family and friends if you choose to. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on, Valerie. This was amazing. Everyone go check out Valerie. I am going to vibe with myself and think about all the things. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, Selena. I love this and I love you. Thank you. Bye. Okay, guys, that was amazing. Um, You know, I love talking to Valerie. It's crazy when we run into each other in public every once in a while. There's just this, I don't know, there's this click. Oh, oh my gosh. That was a cool episode. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this, I know it's the first, but it is the beginning of something beautiful and dark and spooky and scary. And if you want to do me a huge favor, please make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you are listening to podcasts. Please, please go rate it on um, Apple Podcasts. That is the best way to get the podcast out there. Don't forget, visit thehauntedstay.com if you have an idea for a show or if you have something you want to tell me. And I'm always reachable on Instagram. You guys mean so much to me and thank you for letting me bring this back to life because I want to take us all over. I want to talk about some real dark stuff. You know, I want to have some mental health ones. I do want to talk about things like suicide, maybe homeless person. I know we have episodes coming up where we talk about sleepwalking. We're going to be touching on subjects that maybe are going to be a little controversial, but at the end of the day, I think it's important. I love you guys. Thank you for coming and joining the Haunted Estate. Stay spooky, Boo Crew. Bye! Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.